live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you're locked right here on LFA TV, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Producer Eli is here with me today. We've got a show for you lined up. Thank you for being here. Let us know where you're from and what your name is so we can try to get you a shout-out. As we start out the show, because we never want to make you feel like we're not all in this together. Green Broccoli is in the building. You had me worried there, Jeremy. I couldn't find you. Technical difficulties. Penny from PA. Tom from Wisconsin. How you doing? Good to see you. David Snell from Cleveland, O-H-I-O. Dana, my fellow New Hampshireite. Ricky is in the building. Kathy, how are you? Mark, good to see you. Melissa. Gene from Clearwater is in the building. Race Mom is here. Vaughn from Connecticut. Naomi, how are you? Cindy Lou Who is in the building. Joel, good to see you. Kathy with a C, how are you? Troy is in the building. Deb from Illinois. Kayla from South Carolina. Joanne from Houston. Michael, how are you? And we're going to give it one more. Let's give it to Tracy. How you doing, Tracy? You know what? Let's give Mary from New Jersey, the Garden State, as well. Thank you guys for being uh, for being a little patient with us today. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty this morning, but we are back right on track with everything. And you know what? It couldn't have come at a better time. Donald Trump coming out saying COVID 2.0. <laughs> I say hell no. How about the rest of you? How about the rest of you? COVID lockdowns, mandates, vaccines, masks. You gonna do it again? Are we just going to be a nation of people going to jail and getting trespassed from businesses like my wife was this last time around? Donald Trump right on time. What do you got to say today, Mr. Trump? Dwing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, 
Hear these words, we will not comply. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. And that's needed. You know what else should happen, Mr. Trump? I agree with everything you said there. What else needs to happen is the House of Representatives who appropriates the money for every single government agency needs to shut everybody off. Cut them off, baby. That's what needs to happen. Now, if we had a House Speaker, you know, with a little bit of something below the waist that men usually have that make them a little manly, I'll leave it right there, then we would have done that a long time ago. It's about time to tell everybody you're not getting any more money. But that's not all that Donald Trump had to say. He also had something to say about Rupert Murdoch and the people over at Fox News. We've been saying it for a while. They're globalists and they're sick and they're helping steal, try to steal another election. Roll it. The Wall Street Journal fight me because Murdoch is a globalist. That's right. Rupert Murdoch is a globalist. You don't know that. And I am America first. It's very simple. I put America first. It will always be that way, so get used to it. The sanctimonious, by the way, is done. He was a Murdoch pick, just like uh, Jeb Bush was a Murdoch pick. How did that work out? Just like Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Murdoch liked Hillary Clinton. Crooked Hillary. And uh, that was another pick of Murdoch. No, uh, we are about America first, and some people don't like that. The Wall Street Journal has totally lost its way. Uh, They say anything that happens to come to mind. They push the sanctimonious so hard, and now they're looking for somebody else because he's failed. He's fallen like a rock. He's fallen like a very badly injured bird out of the sky. But I just want to thank everybody for the tremendous support you've given me. We're leading in the polls by 50 and 60 points. And we're beating Biden by 5, 6, 7, 11. We have a lot of great polls with Biden. The guy can't put two sentences together. How can he win? So thank you all very much. Trump has been on a roll lately, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday alone, he put out, I think, 40 posts in four hours. 40 posts in about four hours. He's on a roll. He's dropping video after video. And he's done being on offense or defense. He's now going on offense. And like I said yesterday and last night's show, I do believe that he is not even going to go to the arraignment in Georgia. I'm done playing your game. We're not going to hope to win an election. We're going to take this country back during the election. And that's exactly what I like to see. A man after my own heart, they like to say. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go right to the word of God. It is that needed today. So if you will turn to me to the newsletter that I got, uh, that I sent to you this morning. And if you don't have the newsletter, uh, please go to your Bibles and and open up uh, your Bibles as well. But today I titled it Christ versus corruption. You're either one of the two. If you're born into sin, you are corrupt. If you remain in sin, you are corrupt. 
If you allow sin to rule your life and if you give your heart's desire, uh, if your heart's desire is to sin, you are a corrupt person. So you are either Christ or you are corrupt. Let me know in the live chat which one you are while you guys continue to share out and give us a like because we've been crushing the leaderboard lately because of all of you making sure you give a thumbs up. Verses of the day today are going to come from Haggai 2, 22, and 23. Haggai, Haggai, however you say it, depending on your accent, that's why, that's why I'm saying that. Um, 2, 22, and 23, I will shake heaven and earth. I will shake heaven and earth, how this starts out. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the Gentile kingdoms. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. The horses and their riders shall come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shealtel, says the Lord, and you and will make you a signet ring, for I have chosen you says the Lord of hosts. Now, if you don't know what a signet ring is, a signet ring is like a, like, a, like a family crest ring where the crest of the family rises above the rest of the you know, decoration and jewels or whatever on the ring. A signet ring. Sounds a lot to me like an anointed man of this time. Sounds to me like today's David versus Goliath. This happens time and time again throughout history. And each time it does, God ends up administering justice to the corrupt and cleansing the land with Christ. The people of the land must turn to Father God today. God promises not to let his people suffer forever at the hands of these individuals, but we have to stand steadfast in our faith, pray, and openly spread the good news of the Messiah and to be a strong voice and a representative for the word of God. Yahweh sees this and is ple- and it's pleasing to him. He will not turn his gaze away from us. We must be patient. We must not be like the Israelites that Moses led out of Egypt. We must remain solid in the promises of God and know that when the time is right, it will happen quick. Just like Donald Trump has been saying, it'll happen and it'll happen quick. Have faith, my friends. We are almost there. In Jesus' name, we go to the Lord in prayer now to our Father in heaven. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our Father in heaven is a good father. He's a good father, and he's promised us, just like every other nation in history, that corruption will be cleansed. And I have no doubt that that means a time such as now as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, please... Lift up your cups. 
It is 16 minutes past the hour. It is time to get started with the first slurp of that beautiful Rise Up Gourmet Coffee. This is the American Pecan. Let's go. We're going to start today talking about possibly the biggest loser in America, maybe even on planet Earth today, Garden Gnome I'm a Meritless Garden. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Meritless Garden Gnome Garland thinks that he is going to tell Congress to pound sand. I guess he's calling out Congress. I guess he's putting the ball in Congress's court. Meritless Garden Gnome Garland tells Jim Jordan that the DOJ will not cooperate nor comply with Hunter Biden-related subpoenas. Now, before I get into the story, written by our friend Christina Layla, let me just remind you, and FYI, the idiots that are living out in the world that don't dare. You know all the other trolls that go to the other shows, but they don't come to this one? Isn't that, isn't that funny, Eli? They don't dare because they know, they know what would happen here. Um, the House of Representatives, they're the people that appropriate the money to everyone. Not the Senate, the House. They do that. They can literally shut off funding to anybody they want at any time they feel like it. Like I said, if we had a House speaker with some cojones. But they can do this anytime they want. Not only is the House of Representatives the ones that appropriate the money to make sure that your entire agency is funded and you get a paycheck, but they're also the ones that have oversight over all the divisions, not the Senate. Somebody said your show is not on Roku and Rumble. On Ro- not on Roku Rumble. I'd rather watch it on TV than a small cell phone. What's the secret to find it on Roku? Download Rumble and then search LFA TV. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland's DOJ told House Judiciary Chairman Jim, uh, Chairman Jim Jordan that his subpoena for two FBI agents involved in the investigation into Hunter Biden cannot be enforced due to, ready, an ongoing investigation. Do you know who's exempt from getting information by an ongoing investigation, the House of Representatives, if they actually choose to flex their muscle just a little bit. Garland's DOJ said that the subpoenas could not be enforced because Congressman Jim Jordan barred DOJ lawyers at their dispositions, uh, excuse me, at their depositions. Quote, the subpoenas issued by the committee prohibit the attendance of agency counsel at appearances by two FBI employees where the committee has indicated it will ask questions regarding information they learned within the scope of their official duties, including regarding the ongoing criminal investigation. You know, this was made popular by Barack Obama, by the way. And that was written by a DOJ assistant attorney general by the name of Carlos Yerarte. Quote, these subpoenas lack legal effect and cannot constitutionally be enforced. Excuse me? They lack subpoena um, legal effect? They're the ones that have oversight over everything that you do and pay you the money that I, that me, the taxpayer, pays them to pay you. 
Who do you think you are? And I wish just, I, I just wish for one moment we had a speaker or a chairman or some high level official in the Republican Party that says, oh, you want to play games, huh? I wish we had an, I wish we had a you want to play games, huh, kind of person in that seat today. I wish I was in that seat today. Because I would flex my congressional muscle, I would hold them all in contempt, and then I would instruct the Capitol Police to arrest them immediately. That's what would happen if I was the House Speaker. Today, not tomorrow, not next month, not strategically right before the election, to friggin' day. And I would say, how you like that? And as you're sitting in the same J6 gulag jail that these political prisoners are who are kidnapped and kept away from their families and not given due process since you want to talk about the constitutionality and the legal effect of things, while you're sitting there rotting, I will come by and visit you and go, isn't it just too bad that you didn't think that I had the congressional authority or the constitutional authority to hold you, the person that I appropriate money to, you, the divisions that I oversee, you didn't think that I was going to flex my muscle? Are you stu- stu- stupid? Or are you only stuttering because half these people in here knocked your teeth down your throat for locking them up illegally? Which one would you like? That's how fast this would be done if I was the Speaker of the House or anybody that had that kind of a mentality. And not because I'm abusing my power. No, 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 no. Quite the contrary. Because I'm actually utilizing my power in the scope of the, constitutional, the, constitutional and the, legal, the Constitution and the legalities of those actions based on what I've been given by the people of the United States. Share the video, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not done so yet. That's, so that's what's going on. That's what's going on here. But you know as well as I do, Kevin McCarthy will get on TV on some loser globalist Fox News station, and he'll say, well, I'm such a huge gay wussy that I don't dare to do anything, and I have um, no courage whatsoever. And Maria, we're, we're just going to continue to be uh, gay little losers and beta male uh, cowards, and we're not going to do anything. And that cheesy, wussy voice he has. I'd like, you, I'd like to thank um, Jeff Pools and Pools Plumbing for donating a $55 donation through Rumble Rants. I'd like to also thank 11776633 for the $20 donation through Rumble Rants. Actually, two $20 donations. And also, uh, Quick Koala. Jeremy, can you help me promote Give, Send, Go? My niece lost her life giving birth from a botched C-section. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, can you please put that, that Give, Send, Go link below? I would appreciate that. If you could put it in the permanent comment section, I would appreciate that. I am so sick and tired. of not. It's not just Kevin McCarthy, by the way. It's all these wussy Republicans. Again, like I said, today would be the end of it all if I was speaker or somebody like me. Unfortunately, we don't have anybody like that in there. Not yet, anyway. Now, Newt Gingrich, whom I've pretty much respected throughout 
his political career, ups and downs. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy at the fact that he, you know, took over Congress and had the uh, Promise to America letter back in the 90s and went hard against the Clinton camp, uh, the Clinton Foundation and uh, the Clinton crime family. Love that. Newt was kind of wishy-washy later in his life. But it seems like people like Newt Gingrich and Glenn Beck, hopefully people like Bill O'Reilly, these old school Republicans, hopefully they start to move completely towards the Trump side of things because that's where it's going, whether you like it or not. But Newt Gingrich did come out and said it's time for the House GOP to broaden their investigations and include Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama in those investigations. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know, uh, 10 years ago it was time to do that. And the funny thing about it is, is this is where all of the, um, this is where all the investigation is going anyway. So why wouldn't, by default, by default, why wouldn't we be putting Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in our investigations? I mean, I'm glad that Newt finally came out and said something about it. But he said they should expand their Biden investigation to look into other Democrat politicians, such as former President Barack Hussein Obama and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Quote, there's, I think, a second reason for dramatically broadening the investigation, Newt Gingrich said. I'm working now on a series of articles for the American Spectator, making the case that this is really about the weaponization of government, the collapse of the rule of law, and the replacement by the rule of power. And that really involves three principles. It involves Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden, especially after NARA came out and acknowledged if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the National Archives and Records Administration, after they came out and acknowledged earlier this week that they have, they're in possession of 5,400 different pseudonyms that Joe Biden used, both as president and vice president. And we're still sitting on an impeachment inquiry. Absolutely unbelievable. Now, everybody's saying, Jeremy, for Speaker of the House, do you know what that would take? In order for me to be a Speaker of the House, I'd have to first become a congressman from the state of New Hampshire. Then I would have to um, align myself with people to get votes to be the Speaker of the House. Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe if that's, maybe that may, may be the path that God takes me on. I don't know. Now, James Comer... I believe, oh, getting back to the whole Newt Gingrich thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think, I, I thought that was kind of, you know, what underst- what's understood need not be explained. I thought that we would already be investigating them because you cannot investigate the Biden crime family, not adequately, unless you are pulling in people like Obama and Hillary because it's... It, it's one big umbe- it's one big crime family with different families in it. One big crime organization with different families. It's just like the mob. You know what I think what should happen when Donald Trump goes back to the White House, he's got to make Rudy Giuliani Department of Justice head. He's got to make him the uh, the head of the Justice Department. That's what I think. He's got to make Rudy Giuliani the head of the Justice Department, and then he's got to literally instruct Rudy Giuliani to take down the mob again. But this time, the biggest mob that Rudy Giuliani has ever faced. So let's pray for Giuliani's health that he makes it long enough to become the head of the DOJ and to go after these people because I think you need a pit bull like Rudy. You can't have some fat slob like Bill Barr wasting space and breathing up all of our air in a position like that. 
You can't have Jeff Sessions, who just stutters half the time and looks like Master Yoda and has no IQ whatsoever to be in a position like that. You got to have somebody with, with, with guts, got to have somebody with grit, got to have somebody with knowledge, you got to have somebody with experience, and you got to have somebody that can't be bought. That's Rudy Giuliani. We've got to take down the mob again, and the only person to do that, for me, is Rudy Giuliani. Make him head of the DOJ and get cracking. It is time. Jeremy, I want you to know your face is all over TikTok about FEMA in New Hampshire. Well, that's good because I plan on going back there tomorrow and actually asking them to their face what they're doing there. We already went to the town. We already asked the town what they're doing there. They're saying they're there for cleanup efforts from the flood that's already been cleaned up for a month. So I don't buy that for a minute. I don't buy that for a minute. You're right, the speaker does not need to be a politician, but the likelihood of anybody becoming a speaker that's not an elected official from a state is like zero. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Now, James Comer went on with Greg Kelly. Now, you guys know that Greg Kelly uh, came out with that explosive uh, statement the other day that when this tape comes out, when these audio tapes come out, apparently they're from Congress, I guess. We'll see. Well, he didn't really say that, but he says when these audio tapes come out, Joe Biden will have no no choice but to, um, to drop out of the 2024 race, and he might not even be able to stay president after that. So James Comer went on Greg Kelly's show to talk a little bit about how Hunter Biden flew to Serbia, Italy, Mexico, China, Egypt, Kenya, Barack Obama's home country, South Africa, Spain, Germany, South Korea, J- uh, Japan, Belgium, and the Philippines with Joe Biden on official business. Let's roll this. Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware, so weird, so suspicious. We think, according to the National Archives, maybe 5,400 emails sent to receive by Joe Biden under these phony names. And guess who was CC'd along the way? Yeah, Hunter Biden. The, the whole thing smells really, really bad. Congressman James Comer joins us once again, Republican of Kentucky, chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. They have been doing such great work. Uh, Congressman, welcome back. Uh, What's the latest? First of all, how are you? I know there's a lot of pressure here with this kind of investigation. Uh, It's all going well. You know, we're fighting the world to get every ounce of information we can get. But, you know, just in the last two weeks, I think we've brought out and, and shined a light on a whole lot more evidence that would prove that Joe Biden is front and center in his family's crooked schemes. Well, these uh, these emails, uh, 5,400. Are you confident in that number? I said the archives presented you with that number. Is that true? Yes, that's that's we're confident in that number. Now, there could be more because there could be more pseudonyms that Joe Biden used. But the sheer fact that uh, there are that many and he used three different pseudonyms, uh, is very concerning. So how ironic is it the guy that, uh, while he was vice president, his family created 20 fake companies for the sole purpose of laundering money from foreign nationals uh, into uh, the fake LLCs that would then be laundered down to Biden family members. How ironic is it that the same person would have uh, three fake names that he used on government emails? But the most concerning thing here about these uh, 5,400 emails is that uh, we know of one and we believe there are many more where Hunter Biden was copied on them. 
So not only was he trying to disguise the fact that he was sending and receiving the emails while he was vice president, he's copied his son on things pertaining to the government, specifically pertaining to Ukraine. Now, not only copied his son on things related to the government that his son has zero security clearance for. I want you I really want to make that known. Zero security clearance to have that kind of information or to be privy to any of that information. Also, all of those countries that you see on the screen, he flew to 13 countries Hunter visited using Air Force Two. Using Air Force Two. This is all on record. This is all illegal. You don't need to get into the laptop to know any of this crap. The laptop is icing on the cake. And everybody said, is James Comer a good guy? I believe James Comer is a decent person. I believe he's doing his job. But again, I think it all comes down to Kevin McCarthy flexing his muscle. I really do. He's got to flex his muscle. The car. Here's South Korea, 2013. He's coming down. I don't know who that person is with him. But by the time he gets to the car, we're going to see somebody very familiar. It's Hunter. That is, that is undoubtedly Hunter Biden. And this happened throughout the world. It happened in Germany, Italy. We believe mm-hmm. Ukraine as well. Uh, are, what do you make of this? Well, it's obvious that he was trying to hide the fact that his son was traveling with him. Uh, Joe Biden has not been truthful with the American people about how many times his son flew on Air Force Two with him. So here's what I think, folks. Here's what I think. I think that Greg Kelly is setting the stage and that the House Republicans, like James Comer and Jim Jordan, you know, the ones that are fighting but are still under the thumb of Kevin McCarthy when it's all said and done. And I don't buy the whole MTG thing. Well, Kevin McCarthy's not the only... There's all these other Republicans. He's the Speaker of the damn House. I don't want to hear that excuse. Flex your muscle on these people, just like you did when you, try, when you wanted the votes to be Speaker. Okay? Flex your muscle. But what I think is really happening here is that they're setting the stage for this audio tape to come out. And these, these audio tapes, I should say, to come out. And these audio tapes are probably going to have Joe Biden and Hunter Biden both on them talking about how to enrich their families using the Biden name and how they would do it. This is what I'm, this is the, what I'm hearing, is that it's going to be the crime family admitting to the crimes on audio tape. Now, which would be a lot more damning than everything that we've gotten now because everything that we've gotten to this point That would verify if we had the audio of the Biden crime family admitting to the Biden crime family policies and procedures that would literally validate everything that these guys haven't been have been investigating up until this point. So like you, I'm very, very excited to see what happens now. Moving on, Arizona Secretary of State. What did I tell you last week? Oh, thank you so much. C. Harham. For the $100 and Miss Mocha Powered for the $50. You guys are truly amazing. You guys know that we're getting ready to see a, uh, see a recession like we haven't seen in a long time. And you're still, you're still tithing. It's amazing. Arizona Secretary of State. I told you they were going to be the next people to try to stop Donald Trump. They were going to be either the ones to indict him. I figured they'd be the next ones to indict and arrest, book, and arraign. But now, ladies and gentlemen, a new report is out that the Arizona Secretary of State says he's figuring out right now whether or not to disqualify Trump from the 2024 ballot. 
Look at this. Patriot Donnie, my brother, had a second to pop in while I'm at the doctor. God bless you and the LFA family. Patriot Donnie, we love you, brother. We miss seeing you here every day. Um, Hope things are well. Thank you for the donation. Thank you, more importantly, for checking in and saying that you're okay. All right, I got to move on. Arizona Secretary of State and former cartel lawyer Adrian Fontes, which we know already is a very, very corrupt, not Christ-filled individual, is reportedly questioning President Trump's eligibility to be on the 2024 election ballot in Arizona as he faces politicized indictments. Now, listen and listen very, very closely, okay? Here is why all these states are doing this. They know damn well there's no constitutionality or no legal reason or no legal uh, authority to give to them to keep Donald Trump off the ballot while he's not been convicted. That doesn't mean that they don't have these court cases planned out specifically exactly where they do, scheduled exactly when they do, and they're going to do everything they can to try to stop Donald Trump from prolonging these to get a proper defense, which honestly he needs because you can't go through 71,000 documents a day, so they can try to get a quick conviction so they can turn around and already be already ready to take him off the ballot in all of these blue and red rhino states. They're going to try to get the quick conviction. They're going to try to get him to not be able to prolong his case so they can say, look, he's convicted regardless of the fact that he's appealing or not. If they get the quick conviction, then they can keep him off the ballot. Now, I know we all say we're just going to write in his name anyway. It still makes it a lot harder. That is what I foresee happening. That is what I foresee their plan being. Now, that doesn't mean that a higher court won't step in and stop that from happening. That doesn't mean that Donald Trump won't get the Supreme Court to step in and stop that from happening. That doesn't mean that Congress will not... Congress has the right right now. They have the right right now to give him immunity. Congress could give Donald Trump immunity from all of this today. You have to understand this. This is why we need to be on there, you know what, harder than ever before. We have got to constantly be calling, constantly be emailing, constantly be showing up at their offices. You know what? Maybe instead of, maybe instead of doing that recreation that you do for the day, one day a week, take your recreation time or your lunch hour, go to your Congress, go to your congressman's office, go to, if you're near your state capitol, and make a fuss. Spend 30 minutes doing it. Because we need to now more than ever. Congress can give him immunity from all of this today. There's many ways out of this. There's many ways out of this. Now, I don't worry that Donald Trump is going to be locked up. And I don't worry that Donald Trump is not going to make it to the White House in 2024. What I do worry about, and my job is to report to you what I think they're doing based on the evidence and the proof and the stuff that we see today. And this is what I think they're doing. So Katie Hobbs, the Marxist DOJ, the Marxist uh, uh, district attorney there, the Marxist uh, secretary of state there, they're going to do whatever they can to keep Trump off the ballot in Arizona. Instead of worrying about their own problems in Arizona, I don't know, like the child trafficking concentration camps. Oh, yeah, it's not only in Texas. Our boy Ryan Mattis got the footage on that. What up, LFA TV? We are coming at you live from America. This is Matter of Fact. And as a matter of fact, we're in Tucson, Arizona, outside yet another Southwest Key program, child concentration camps. 
Yet again, another facility that you cannot get into, I cannot get into, and the children cannot get out of. What is going on at these facilities, folks? It should make you absolutely repulsed. It should make you disgusted. We have no idea how many children are there. We don't know how many children in that facility want to get back to their parents. Their parents are probably back at their home country, but yet one of these NGOs was setting up a fake make-believe travel agency over in Panama, over in the Darien Gap, all over Europe in these other countries. And guess what happens? Your kid's scrolling through TikTok age 11 years old, and he comes across this ad. Come to the America, get an iPad, get ice cream. Check out what the US government is willing to give you. Are you sick of living under tyranny? Do you want a better life? Do you want the dream life? Do you want to live the American dream? Well, come to America. We got ice cream, we got video games, we got soccer fields, we got clothing, we got food, we got housing. We got it all for you guys. Don't tell your mom, just see the road. Why I say that is because we have 13 year old boys that were coming up to Carlos saying, Carlos, Carlos, my mom does not know I'm here. I ran away from home. I need to call my mom. She's probably worried about me. She's probably missing me. So ladies and gentlemen, maybe Arizona needs to worry about its own concentration, child concentration camps it has. And maybe we need to send, shed more of a light on that, which we exactly, that's exactly what we're doing. Ryan Matt is going to be working with Alex Jones, going to be working with uh, so many of the others that have been putting in their time and their effort, um, our boy Anthony and so many others, they're going to expose a light. Uh, or they're going to, I can't say much other than this. We're coming for you. I've been saying that since day one. We're coming for you. So while you're worried, Arizona, about trying to stop Donald Trump, we're coming for you. But don't just think that it's Arizona. Don't just think that it's my state of New Hampshire or anybody else trying to put their fingers on the scale of the election because it begins, folks. Twitter, I will not call it X. Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Well, they just hired a bunch of anti-white hate groups to set policy on hate speech moving forward and right in time for the election to stop all mis- and disinformation coming on to Twitter about the upcoming election. Ooh. Five-time UFC MMA champion Jake Shields highlighted a disturbing development at Twitter. Big shout out to Jake Shields, by the way. The new Twitter ex-CEO, Linda Yaccarino, recently met with Jonathan Greenblatt. And Greenblatt is the CEO of the former civil rights group called the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL. Yeah, they're going to be all working together, ladies and gentlemen, to stop all your content on Twitter. Who cares about Twitter? Nobody cares. Now, I know that the younger generation, a lot of the LFA TV hosts, they love Twitter. They live by it. I hate Twitter. Never liked it. Don't care for it. Will never, ever, 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 ever care if Twitter gets banned or Twitter. But people need to go to our Getter accounts. Follow us on Getter. Follow us on Rumble. Follow us on Telegram. Download our app. Oh, for crying out loud, ladies and gentlemen, make sure. Now, I know the app is not always on the up and up. I know it's not always great. I know sometimes it's not showing what's live, but we're making it better. Download the LFA TV app today. Do not put your trust, your earthly trust anyway, into any of these large platforms anymore. They're just going to do it again. They're just going to do it again. Getter, Rumble, Telegram, our, our websites, our apps. That's what we've built over the last few years. That's what we're doing here, folks. They're going to do everything they can again. But it's not going to work. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a quick break here. If you need to fill or refill your coffee, now's the time to do it. If you haven't shared yet, please do so. But ladies and gentlemen, for the last week and a half to two weeks, 
in my first time in my life, I am getting more than six hours of sleep a night. My entire life, I've never really slept more than five hours a night. But since I have been, my, my wife really, 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 really wanted me to get a lot more rest. Um, I never got, I never uh, had a deep sleep. I would snore like crazy. And when I got up, it felt like I never went to bed because I'm just on the go, 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 go. The Bible tells us we shouldn't do that. And once I started realizing that and trying to get more rest, I looked into things that would help me get more rest. I use CBD to relax, right? Obviously, I use my field of greens to get going, but I started taking multiple different forms of magnesium because my wife said I needed to do this. And as I've been getting all this sleep and really just feeling rejuvenated, feeling like I can just go forever now, I'm never having tired moments. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I partnered with the, with, with, with the magnesium that I'm using because they offer so many different types of magnesium, the top seven forms of magnesium, and it's right here, ladies and gentlemen, magnesium breakthrough. Now, did you also know that over 75% of the population in America is magnesium deficient and sleep deprived? Did you know that? You wonder why we can't work with an efficiency. You wonder why we get so tired. It's not only because the food we put in our bodies. It's not only because the chemicals we put on our bodies, but it's because we lack uh, vegetables. We lack fruit. We lack magnesium. We lack all these things because America is geared towards pushing you away from these things. So all you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is go to magbreakthrough.com, magbreakthrough.com. The description is right in the link of this show. There it is. We sent Lisa Nakan some. Wait until you try it, Lisa Nakan. Wait until you try it. Magbreakthrough.com slash LFA TV. As you can see right there, we've partnered with them. And I've, like Field of Greens, it's changed my life. Look at that. Roxanne orders her, ordered hers yesterday. Amazing. Now, oh, by the way, 50 million adults in the U.S. suffer from sleep. Uh, uh, deprivation and that's not healthy I didn't know that until you know my wife made me know that now I know that all right ladies and gentlemen OMG O'Keefe Media Group has exposed uh, some police body cam footage from New Jersey of a school board member who's calling the police repeatedly why because she see ready for this Eli she thinks she sees people that are looking Trumpish. This is a school board member in New Jersey who's calling the cops because I seen somebody that looks Trumpish. Oh, you'll see. Roll it. They're different looking. Some, they look Trumpish. <laughs> and to be like, they just, they look a little scary. Some of them are, they just look, they don't look like Levinson. So like I, an Antifa, not like an Antifa, but something along those that's lines. That's exactly or, what we're thinking. I think there's more like intimidate, stir the pot. Like, like a, what do you want? Uh, like to, sure to make sure that we're equitable. It's a really hot meeting. It's a very sensitive topic. Yes. O'Keefe Media Group exposed the rot undermining our society. Things O'Keefe offers tools for transparency to disgruntled parents in another New Jersey school district. So they look shady. Like, yes, they, 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 like, they definitely look like there's something up. James O'Keefe, he's an uh, investigative journalist. I, I could care less you're a journalist. Worry about your own town, your own county. Yeah. You gotta come here, cause a disruption. I don't answer to him. Do they have a right to do this? Not, te- not technically. I just took video of everybody in our parking lot. I can run the plates. We'll handle it. Tell the American people why you called the police. There's a group of about nine men. Pretty remarkable here. So I just thought it was 
be safe that I call you. There's about eight of them, and none of them, we have all the different administrators in there. None of them are at, that have been principals and stuff. None of them recognize them as past students. They're not parents. They're different looking. Some, they look Trumpish. <laughs> to be like, they just, they look a little scary. Police body camera footage obtained by OMG, one of the most riveting and fascinating psychological case studies into what school board officials, superintendents, and cops are saying, thinking, and believing about you. Listen, please. There's a group of about nine men. What are they doing? Yeah, so they're there. They're on their phones. They've never been there before. It was just a little bit of concern. Well, who called this? Tony McLaughlin. Tony McLaughlin. She's the executive assistant to the superintendent. You want Is me she? To yeah, grab her. Hold on. On August 8th, during the school board meeting, the Livingston School Board officials calling the police on citizens because they don't recognize them. It's just so from what I understand, there's some extra work. There's people that aren't using your usual board. Watchers, exactly. Right. There's like... People that come to the meetings, it's new faces that you've yeah, never seen before. never seen before. Some of them, are, they just look, they don't look like Livingston. They might be. Executive Assistant Tony McLaughlin talking to police officer Pansione in Livingston, New Jersey, who's wearing the body camera. What's your name? Uh, officer Pansione. Pansione, okay. They apparently forgot that the body camera was recording over 40 minutes of conversation back and forth as they compare O'Keefe Media Group citizen journalists to Antifa. So you think this they might be part of some kind of like... Yeah. That's what like I, an Antifa, not like an Antifa, but something along those that's lines. That's exactly or, what we're thinking. And maybe they're going to all different board meetings. I'm not sure. So I just thought it would be safe that I call you. Uh, you called this, correct? Yes. Um, my name is Char Tuxton, and... Um, all right, you just can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to stop it right there. If you want to watch the rest of that, please go to James O'Keefe's uh, social media or go to, oh, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's omg.com or, or, or what his website is nowadays. That's all from his Instagram page. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we need a new shirt, Eli. Do I look Trumpish? Right? Trumpish and proud. <laughs> you know what? I'll bet this woman, Eli, shops at Target, drinks Bud Light, and uh, feels Bidenish. Yeah, and I bet a few months ago Eli said she was probably all about defunding the police, but then calling them Trumpish, <laughs> proud to be Trumpish. I'd rather look Trumpish than look Bidenish or Obamaish or leftish or Marxistish. <laughs> yeah, or vaccinatedish. <laughs> that woman, that woman has six boosters, shops at Target and Kohl's, right? Drinks Bud Light, just one though because she gets hammered has 75 bumper stickers on the back of her car and probably tucks it back. Just saying. <laughs> hey, oh, I don't have a... Uh, you know what? Either way, I don't have one, but that lady's got to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, doesn't she? I mean, I think she's got to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Let's go ahead and give it to her. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day right there in the Swamp Donkey Bucket for looking, you know, thinking that we look Trumpish. <laughs> I don't even know what the, I, I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, actually a more disturbing uh, story that I'd like to get to next is uh, we know that the IRS agents out there are not only armed now, why we need armed accountants walking around, dorks with guns, right? 
Well, something seems to tell me they're not dorks with guns. They're not accountants with guns. Something, something tells me that they're actual soldiers that are working for the IRS Enforcement Division, right? We already know that they're armed. We already know that they're killing each other in um, training ex- exercises. We've reported on that. But now, Eli, the IRS is buying 40 caliber submachine guns. <laughs> I, I, it's not funny, Eli. Stop laughing. He's actually out there like, what the? He can't believe it. Oh, but it's true. The weaponization and the militarization of the federal government continues unabated as Congress and the states just sit back and do absolutely nothing. When the corporate media asked the IRS why it needed automatic weapons, millions of rounds of ammunition, and heavily armed staffers trained to use force, they said it was for administrative reasons. Duh, haven't you ever seen filing gone wrong? Haven't you ever seen uh, a desktop overloaded with too many icons? Get the submachine guns, folks. Why does the IRS need armored vehicles, flashbang grenades loaded with tear gas, and 40 caliber submachine guns? To date, they've actually been arming for the last 10 years. But at the end of 2017, the IRS had 4,487 firearms, 5,062,006 rounds rounds of ammunition in its weapons cache, according to an August 8, 2022 Forbes article. Fast forward to today, they have submachine guns, 40 cal submachine guns, armored vehicles. They've got Tens of millions of rounds of ammunition. They're trained to use force and they're coming after each and every one of your small businesses. Why? Because you can't have 15-minute cities if you have people operating small businesses. How many of the businesses in Maui and Lahaina were made up of small businesses? I don't know, 95%. How do you wipe out all small businesses at once? I don't know, a natural disaster. How do you claim the land so the small businesses can't come back onto that land? I don't know. A legislation that was rammed through that said if a natural disaster hits, then we have the right to reclaim that land as ours and rebuild it in the image of what we want. I don't know. Sounds all Trump-ish to me. Excuse me. Sounds all Obama-ish to me. So get ready, folks. Get ready. Now, speaking of Maui, I told you yesterday about a Maui representative who just got convicted for bribery and was awarded like $19 million in no-bid contracts from Lahaina? Well, guess what today, ladies and gentlemen, a Maui senator will resign from office after facing conflict of interest questions. So we had the guy who was the chief of making sure that everybody knew that there was an emergency. He resigned. We've got a representative who's now been convicted. So this has been happening for quite some time, the conviction part of that. We now have a Hawaii state senator by the name of Gilbert Keith Agaron who announced he will step down after facing several conflict of interest questions. You've got Hawaii Electric that says, Maui's lying to you. We shut off the water hours beforehand. And you've got them putting up fence around everything and downing drones. Now check this out. The $700... Ooh, 
Oh, Eli, can you imagine if everything was wiped out of existence from you and the federal government that you pay taxes to says, don't worry, we're going to give you $700. $700. So FEMA, who, by the way, is under fire a lot lately, especially for me up here in New Hampshire and will be again, FEMA was asked, Will you give them more than $700? Here was FEMA's response. The critical needs assistance that was provided to those in Maui, $700 in payments to individuals there, given the cost of living in Hawaii, specifically in the Lahaina community. Is anything being done right now? Are there considerations or efforts being made to try to raise that cap, that $700 figure for those who are there? Yeah, the $700 figure of critical needs assistance is really just that amount of funding for some of the very immediate needs um, that individuals have. Uh, every year, the, the main part of our assistance, which is our individual and household program, adjusts annually based on inflation. This year, it's $41,000 of a cap that individuals can get. Uh, that will get raised after the um, fiscal year. I, I don't know what that number is yet, but we do adjust that main portion of the funding that goes to individuals annually based on inflation. So there you go. Will they get more than $700? Answer, no. Okay, well, I did some math for you. You guys ready for some math? I want everybody to do a round of sharing right now. Even if you've already shared, I don't care. Do it again. Eli, get ready to clip this. We're going to clip this, and we're going to clip the Kevin McCarthy no balls thing as well. Check this out, folks. I did math, not common core math, because I would be a retard. No, no, and I don't want to hear anybody say, you shouldn't have said that because you know what I'm saying. I'm obviously not talking about mentally handicapped people. I'm talking about retarded Congress people. Let me just do some math for you. Real math that we learned in school. Check this out. 13,000 residents used to live in Lahaina or in that area. 13,000. We don't know if 13,000 still live there because there could be about 4,000 dead. But let's just say this. 13,000 residents. 700 people or $700 per resident. That comes out to 1.9 million measly dollars. 1.9 million measly dollars. 13,000 residents, $700. Do the math. About $1.9 million. To date, we've given... Ukraine, $200 billion. We just announced another $40 billion appropriated for Ukraine. FEMA's asking for more money for Maui. Congress is saying we're only going to give that money if we can put more money in there for Ukraine. So they're holding our money hostage for our citizens of our country unless we can put in more money for Ukraine into this bill. Now, let me just tell you, out of the $200 billion, right, Oh, no, let's just do this. Out of, yes, out of the $200 billion that they've already received, they, got, they have 43 million people that live in Ukraine. 43 million. If you divide $200 billion by 43 million to get each individual person there, do you know how much they get? $4,651. So you're telling me, and, and, and by the way, the Ukrainian citizens aren't getting this. That leather thong wearing gay little midget, he's getting this. Okay, him and his cronies are getting this. Him and his Nazis are getting this. Four thousand six hundred and fifty one dollars per Ukrainian residence with the money we've given them. And we can't give more than seven hundred measly dollars to our own. You've given the Ukrainian citizen or the Ukrainians. But let's say if we broke it down to an individual seven times more than you're giving to our American citizens. And they're shopping and suntanning, and we're dying of thirst, you scumbags. Now, real quick before I let you go, because Mike Crispy's coming up next, and I'm a little kind of mad right now. 
Ever since the strike of Hollywood, nobody really cares that nobody's watching late night TV. Everybody forgot about Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and the rest of these dorks. So they can't handle it. They are so narcissistic, these guys can't handle it. They're starting a podcast, Eli. It's called Strike Force 5. Wait till you see this garbage. One more time, Jimmy. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm oh, Stephen Colbert. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I thought when you said Jimmy, you meant me, Jimmy, but you meant Jimmy, Jimmy. I always you. mean you. But when you I say always Seth, Seth Myers, who do you mean? I mean John Oliver. It's the five of us together for uh, maybe an hour a, a day. Strike Force 5 is the name of our podcast. Subscribe to it now. Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Wow. <laughs> wow. All I got to say to each and every one of those losers who nobody cares about, all I've got to say to each and every one of those pedophiles that nobody cares about. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America today. I'm a little heated, so I'm going to let you go because the fight continues with Mike Crispy and Unafraid with producer Frankie. They've already started, so I'm going to get ready to go. So just remember this. We're always going to tell the truth here no matter what happens to any of us. You always got a home for truth right here. Share it with your friends. Share it again. Who cares? Make sure you download our app. Thank you. Thank you for your donations. You know we're viewer funded. We also know that there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. The Bible says that. So keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, folks. In America